you're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, happy Independence Day weekend to you. God bless America. With our great and rich history, giving heart, strong backbone, under God. The greatest nation this world has ever known. There are those that want what we've built, and they're willing to go to any lengths to try and run her down, trample her underfoot, take her away from us. We need to move forward with both eyes open as a nation. Like the old song says, red and yellow, black and white, we're all precious in God's sight. But not if we turn our back on Him. I believe that. But on this weekend, we celebrate this great nation, the freedom granted us by God, this beautiful country, America. Get your hot dogs ready and celebrate with us. Front door to this old camp house is brought to you by my friends at Calming Care, a canine probiotic from the trusted name Purina that very gently and safely over time settles the overactive dog, the overbarker, the overjumper, the one that freaks out during that thunderstorm. People are enjoying great results with Calming Care. You can too. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. K I N D E R. I'm going to tell you about one of the most enjoyable hunts, trips of my life. Robin and I, last fall, like we do every fall, headed out to South Dakota to go hunt pheasants with our buddy David Helan up there at the Dead Rabbit Lodge. We had a spectacular hunt, an awesome visit with our friends, and then for the first time ever, instead of heading straight home, we headed west to Mount Rushmore out in the Black Hills. It was a cold November day, not many people at the monument on this weekday, and a perfect time to sit with those four gentlemen and reflect on the incredible history that this nation possesses. General George Washington, the father of our country. Thomas Jefferson, boy would I love to sit and have dinner with him. Abraham Lincoln, his name reeks freedom for all. I looked at him and thought of the many men of all colors that fought and died for the freedom of all colors. And a guy that's particularly special to me, President Teddy Roosevelt, the father of our modern conservation efforts that have been so successful over the past century that they've been duplicated around the world. We live in a great country, America. I highly recommend the trip. The road trip to Pierce, South Dakota is stunning along the back roads. The extra day that you plan to spend with Mount Rushmore, well, hopefully it will reach down deep in your patriotism and pull to the surface of pride and respect and love for this great country, maybe deeper and more than you already know. I love a lot of what these four great patriots said, but this one quote from Teddy Roosevelt really stands out. President Roosevelt said this country will not be a good place for any of us to live in unless we make it a good place for all of us to live in. Why would you ever tear down what a man like that helped build? Last weekend at Texas Motor Speedway, it was the Ducks Unlimited Expo. Ducks. Lots of dogs from all over the country and lots of folks as well. One of those folks, my friend Carl Gunzer with Purina Pro Plan, the title sponsor for Ducks. 
Carl, you know, it's warm. It's 92, 93 degrees uh, today, Sunday, at the uh, Ducks Expo. But when you put it in perspective and realize that typically by now we're about 106, it doesn't feel so bad. Yeah, it's been it's been hot, but um, you know, it's been a good breeze all weekend. And uh, we've got shade, and people and dogs have done okay. We haven't been able to do quite as long a presentation as we would have on some of the demos. But, uh, but it's all worked out great. And that's greatly appreciated. And I've noticed a lot of people coming up to the ProPlan tent uh, wanting to talk about the different formulas. Do you even know off the top of your head how many different formulas there are? I, honestly, I don't. I, <laughs> at one time we had around 70 SKUs, and it's probably, you know, 100 now yeah. between formulas and sizes. So, so it's really a great chance to interact with people, answer questions about the different products. And really, it's great to see how many people come up and say, thank you, we, we love ProPlan, that's what we feed our dog, and thanks for yep. supporting DU, and thanks for coming out and, and supporting the Ducks Expo. So it's been a great weekend to, to meet a lot of our um, clientele and, and future customers. Yep, I feed ProPlan. I really appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And, oh, by the way, can I have a coupon for free ProPlan? <laughs> and we do have coupons. So yeah, yeah, you've been doing on. that all weekend. I know people appreciate that. Um, if someone calls you, sends you an email, drops by uh, when you're at an event and says, man, my dog is different than everybody else's. They've got this special condition or that special condition. You can still feed their dog. Absolutely. Uh, you know, even if they are a dog that can't eat ProPlan for some reason, whether it's a, an allergy or a sensitivity, you know, Purina's got veterinary diets. Uh, we've got probiotics and supplements that help dogs. So um, there's always a way to help a dog. You bet. Uh, not only did you have an interest in the bird dogs and retrievers that are here, uh, which has been your livelihood, that's that's as far back as you can remember probably, right. you've got a special interest with these sheep herder dogs too, right? Yeah, we've had these great Border Collie demonstrations. Uh, Chad Collins and the Quack Pack have come in from Tennessee, and they've been doing a herding demonstration with sheep and ducks, and uh, it's been great, something different, really exciting to watch. I mean, yeah, he's he's got multiple dogs working at the same time. Yeah. Well, Carl, always good to see you. Congratulations on a huge event, and uh, from, the, from the conservation world, a great thank you to ProPlan. Yeah, thanks. It's been a great weekend, a great event. We had a great concert last night. It's been lots of fun, and Purina is proud to support Ducks Unlimited. Good morning. I'm Lieutenant Colonel David Snodgrass from the United States Air Force. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It's been too long. It's time to get together at the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas this August. The shows will kick off again in Houston August 6th through the 8th, Fort Worth August 13th through 15th, and wrap it up in San Antonio August 20th through the 22nd. All the latest optics, feeders, bows, blinds, camo, rifles, and gear. Plus, Gator Country is back with those man-eaters. And Joe Martin's Rattlesnake. The Texas Trophy Hunters are having a reunion tour this August. Don't miss it. TTHA.com. TTHA.com. Hey, Houston, get ready. It's back this August. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza at the NRG Center. We missed it last year because of COVID, but the party is back on. The 43rd Annual Hunters Extravaganza. Friday, August 6th, 3 until 8 p.m. Saturday, August 7th, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Sunday, August 8th, 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. All the gear, gadgets, guns, and goodies at the official tailgate party to hunting season. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza. Houston. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall. The Dead Rabbit 
Lodge. <laughs> you see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Owyhee. The view from your giant Western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom, perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the dead rabbit. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. share our campfire and a good story or two kinder outdoors i'm located at one of my favorite places on planet earth on this independence day weekend that's joshua creek ranch just outside of san antonio texas and we're here with some really special folks and kids we'll be talking about that more in just a little bit right now though we need to get ready for those firecrackers we're going to do that with my friend tom dockett world renowned dog trainer his Oak Ridge Kennels are in Northfield, Minnesota. Tom, welcome back to the camp house. We need to be really careful, with, especially with our young dogs and fireworks. Oh, boy. You know, it's it's kind of one of those game changers and game enders, actually, in a lot of cases. Um, you know, 
unfortunately, Fourth uh, of July has probably ruined more potential hunting dogs than any other, you know, one day out of the year. And, and you know, there, there's certain things that you can recover from dog training-wise. I mean, I always tell people you can do a bad job with sit or come and uh, still have a hunting dog. You can't do a bad job with uh, introduction to loud noises and uh, and still have a hunting dog in a lot of cases. Yeah, and if we uh, if we get excited and it's Fourth of July and we want to make the kids happy and we've bought that big package of fireworks that we're going to set off, we can be halfway through that and realize, oh no, I'm probably too close to the kennel and those pups over there. We we need to put some forethought into where our dogs are going to be when all of these fireworks start going off. Well, yeah, and, you know, it's not often, you know, self-inflicted wounds, so to speak, where you're doing it yourself. It's, you know, did you do you really know what's going on in your neighborhood or, or going on that that's out of your control as well? So, uh, man, I, it's just something that you, you have to be super careful with. Uh, and, and, you know, almost, you know, to the point where you go, all right, I'm going to be real anal about making sure that this puppy is protected from these noises. You just can't take, you can't take that chance. You just can't. Uh, so, no. yeah, so not only what are you doing on 4th of July, but know what your surroundings are going to be like as well. And expect the worst so you know how to prepare for it and keep your, you know, your new puppy, you know, protected from it. Fireworks in general. And you could do this with the gun as well by doing, a, you know, the wrong gun introduction. There's two types of introductions to noises. There's a tolerance introduction, and then there's a positive reinforcement introduction. Tolerance means I just hope the dog tolerates this and doesn't get scared. And that could be in the form of, you know, say, well, I'm just going to take my dog to the trap range and have him in the parking lot and then gradually try to work him closer to the guns. He doesn't know what the noise is or why it's there. And all you're doing is crossing your fingers and hoping that he tolerates the noise. And sure, there's been people that that's how they introduce their dogs to the gun. And I always say, well, you know, you rolled the dice and you won that time. I, I just don't want to roll the dice. And that's that's not what I'm going to do. So positive reinforcement, what we would do, and this is with any dog now, but we have to find something that this dog is crazy about to do. And early on, what we'll do is we'll get them really fired up about, you know, picking up pigeons, uh, getting that aggressiveness and bringing out that prey drive. And this goes for a dog who has, hasn't had a bad experience or does. Then we'll have somebody get out in front with that pigeon, that bird, or whatever really turns your dog on. And that person will just clap their hands. They're going to be out there about 25, 30 yards. Clap their hands and throw that object and let the dog go retrieve and come back. But the whole idea is that dog is getting a little audible noise and seeing something that it wants, okay? We'll, we'll do that for a couple of days, gradually work it in closer and closer where the dog hears that, that little slap and then gets to make the retrieve. And provided that's going well, we'd go, you know, back out to 40 yards, pop a blank pistol. And I like using those little acorn crimps. You know, they're, they're a little bit of a noise, but they're not overwhelming and pop and then throw. And then we're always watching the dog's reaction. The person who's shooting is watching, and then the person who is hanging on to the to the dog and then sending it for the retrieve is watching. And we want to see the dog just fired up to run out there. Now, things that you got to look for is gun shyness 
can be anything from when that noise takes place where the dog just blinks and then runs out and makes a great retrieve. That, that ju even that blinking is telling you that eh, I'm a little uncertain with the noise, but I, I like what's out there. So it can go then progressively from blinking to, to kind of just turning their head away and looking the opposite direction, knowing that that person's going to, you know, pop that blank pistol, to then turning their back to the, you know, the guy who's going to be throwing and shooting and then wanting to get out of there. So we even, we even look at a blink like, okay, we're seeing some signs here. We need to get further away with that noise or back up a step to just clapping for, you know, a while. Well, gradual progression then, Billy, is, is blank gun over a period of days where we gradually work a little closer, always with the throw. And I always tell people this is like if I had $100 bills out there and I clapped my hands and you came out and I gave you 100 bucks, pretty soon you'd go, hey, uh, that's a pretty good noise, you know, that's out there. <laughs> So, and we want the dog to feel the same way. But as we work in closer, we'll still watch the dog's posture. And that really what you want is that they should be just like tugging and pulling on that leash to want to get out to that person. And then uh, when we get to the point where we can shoot the blank gun next to the dog, we go all the way back out at that 40-yard distance and we start with a 410. And then gradually work each day in a little bit, a little bit, always with that throw and retrieve. Go all the way back out again start the 20 gauge and then, you know, gradually um, go to the 12 gauge. The, the key there is, is if you see that uh, they're a little uncomfortable, then, you know, back down, back down to a lighter, you know, what the dog really excelled on before, back down, you know, get down to maybe the, go back to the 410 or go back to the, the blank gun. Uh, because if you decide that you're going to try to accomplish this today, you, that's not how it works. You accomplish what the dog will let you accomplish. Professionally, think of this. Professionally, without without a, uh, a problem with a dog that has had no problems with the gun, we take two weeks to properly introduce a dog to the gun. So if you think you're going to do it on the weekend, it's really a gamble. Uh, so with so, a, a normal a normal dog starting from yeah. scratch, yeah, no problems, two weeks. So Yeah. So, and then if you have a dog that has already had a problem, we're going to say a minimum of a month, but here's the problem. We could be, you know, moving right along, you know, and things are moving, moving, moving. All of a sudden, one day, you know, that dog might go, you know what, I was okay with the blank gun and the 410, you know, the 20 gauge, uh-uh, it's not going to happen. So, you know, a professional trainer, you know, is probably is not going to go like, yeah, got it covered, I can take care of it. Because you never know when and if that dog is going to go, I'll tolerate up to this point, and then that's it. Now, dogs with super hard prey drive are probably a little bit better candidates because their desire to want to go do the retrieve and that bird drive will overcome sometimes those things. If you have a dog that is a little skittish in general, a little softer temperamented, you know, they're, they're going to question the process probably a little bit more. Hey, Tom, I uh, really, really uh, appreciate the information and, and the time. And uh, before we uh, part ways today, I want to uh, uh, get you to, to leave everybody with this. I tell everybody every week that Purina Pro Plan is the absolute best fuel that you can give not only your bird dog, but your cow dog, your couch dog, your whatever dog. And I know you're in full agreement with that. Uh, we are. You know, we feed 
a lot of dogs, uh, the Purina brand, we feed the Purina Pro plan. And, uh, you know, the dog, we have people come back, you know, they'll pick their dog up and, and they'll call back and they'll go, what are you feeding our dog? And they go like, why? I've never seen him look so good. And, and that's just it. I mean, we're, we, we need to feed the best. And, uh, you know, in my book, yeah, I, I agree 100% with you. I'm Daniel Schneider, Major, United States Air Force from Chicago, Illinois. I'm Dawn Schneider, Petty Officer, 3rd Class, United States Navy from South Bend, Indiana. And I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot there at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over ten pounds. Yes, sir. Three times. Uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle. Uncle Jim got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers look like a bumblebee and that started it all. Three ten pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family and Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days though it's a little newer, a little less bumpy and a whole lot more powerful. Yes it is. I like it too. Especially that diesel. Got that half ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. The Quail Coalition. The backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listened from the porch to the summer song of the Bob White, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Now, more than maybe ever, we could all use a little getaway. And the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas is the perfect spot. We are open for business and with well-thought-out precautions to help keep our guests safe. Bring the RV and enjoy our full-service hookups complete with cable TV, ramped-up Wi-Fi, and space to spread around while enjoying a great view of Grapevine Lake. We can comfortably accommodate any size RV or motorhome with plenty of pull-through sites. The Vineyards also features spacious lakefront cabins, fully equipped with all that you and your family will need to enjoy comfort camping. Our campground store is well-stocked with everything from groceries and ice to firewood and fishing supplies. Don't forget to bring the boat! The Vineyards Campground and Cabins features a private boat ramp with plenty of parking, a private beach, kayak, bicycle and paddleboard rentals, and even a full-service laundry on-site. Come to the Vineyards! We're right in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth, but you'll feel millions of miles away. VineyardsCampground.com
Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged into battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place. You're in good conservation company with Tender Outdoors. Happy 4th of July weekend to you from all of us in the camp house here at Kinder Outdoors. Take a little time out of your busy weekend to come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. I've got a six-pack of tickets to the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas, Houston, Fort Worth, or San Antonio. These tickets are good at any of those shows. And I've got a six-pack waiting on you at kinderoutdoors.com. been spending a little time at Joshua Creek Ranch in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. If you've listened to this show very long, you know about my love for Joshua Creek Ranch. Not only the beautiful axis deer and the incredible upland bird hunting, but the people are what make this place so very special. And here's another example of that. They've opened the gates and rolled out the red carpet for a bunch of kids from San Antonio to come out and enjoy the ranch and the ranch lifestyle. Learn about hunting, fishing, and the shooting sports. Swim in a spring-fed creek. Laugh and eat a hot dog or a burger with the family. It's a special place filled with special people, and I was able to sit down with the manager, Kevin Welburn, part of the Joshua Creek family, and talk a little bit about this wonderful day set aside for the ACE Scholarship Program. Kevin Welburn, it's always a pleasure to see you, man. Good to see you. Likewise, Billy, welcome back to Joshua Creek. One of my favorite places, absolutely love Joshua Creek Ranch, and a big part of that is the people, Joe and Ann, 
uh, and the and the crew here at Joshua Creek always so friendly and receptive and warm and, and personable and you go beyond what we would normally describe as great service uh, to make it even better I don't know how you do it you go home tired at night I guess I, uh, yeah that's part of it we got a great staff and uh, they all love what they do and it's, and it's easy to do that when you come to work every day at a beautiful place like this yeah and we're celebrating the A scholarship program on the ranch today uh, it's really cool what you guys have done you've brought a busload of kids out from San Antonio that have been blessed with scholarships through the ACE program and you're showing them the hospitality on the ranch today is a beautiful place and a lifestyle that they just have never seen and it's huge for them. Yeah, we're real excited about it. Uh, Jillian Kircheville, the owners of Joshua Creek, are big supporters of the ACE Scholarships organization, which is a national organization that benefits kids uh, all across the country, but uh, this group today we're hosting from San Antonio and trying to give them a day on the ranch to maybe do a few things they've never done before. Just so folks at, uh, at home know, what are you exposing these kiddos to? What are they going to learn today? Well, first of all, everything outdoors, and that's obviously why you're here joining us as our outdoor ambassador today. Uh, but these kids are going to have the opportunity to fish in the creek. They're going to have the opportunity to do a little bit of shooting. Um, and then just some R&R, &R, uh, tubing, kayaking, that sort of thing on the, the crystal clear spring-fed Joshua Creek. Uh, we'll feed them a nice, a nice lunch up at the lodge, but basically just a day of outdoor recreation and, and getting to know uh, the sporting world uh, beyond the city that they, that they come from. You bet, absolutely. And uh, boy, it's life-changing when you take a youngster outside, especially for the very first time, which is what some of these kids are uh, enjoying today. Um, the, the ranch looks absolutely gorgeous as I drive through the ranch. I, I'm not believing this place is, you know, is it really July? I mean, it looks like April or May. The cover's unbelievable. Yes, uh, we're very blessed with the rain we've had so far this uh, spring and summer. The, there's there's pl been plenty of water, got us officially out of the drought, and our cover and, and our hunting fields uh, is shaping are shaping up to, to have an outstanding uh, wing shooting season that begins in September, kicks off with dove hunting. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, uh, the wing shooting, uh, the ducks, the doves, the upland birds, uh, that all starts this fall and obviously it's going to be great. You, you are set up wonderfully. Mother Nature has done her part. Uh, folks can start booking their trip now. Um, ideally, when will you start the upland hunts? We'll, we'll start officially all of our bird hunting uh, in October. Um, we do start doing some early morning quail hunts in mid-September. And of course, dove hunts in in early September. But yeah, I definitely uh, encourage you to 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 call us now because uh, as things begin to normalize out in the world uh, more so than they have been the last 18 months, we've got uh, a lot of bookings already coming in. So you know, check your calendar, give us a call for your preferred dates, and uh, we'll get you locked in. It's so cool, folks. I wish you could see the kids are here with the ACE Scholarship Program. Uh, these are junior high and high school students. Uh, they're going to have the day of their lives today, and they're going to all leave here with brand new fishing poles from, from Lou's, quality stuff, and tickets to Texas Trophy Hunters, and a head full of knowledge uh, about the life at Joshua Creek Ranch that they didn't have before. Kevin, thanks for doing that for these kids. Thank you for being here, Billy. We really appreciate it, and I uh, hope we have a great day today. It's a given. If you're at Joshua Creek Ranch, it's going to be a great day. Book a trip with these folks. It'll be a habit for you after that.
<laughs> hey, I got a note the other day from Edward Riser. Hey, Edward, up there in Genoa, Illinois. He says, hey, Billy, I enjoy listening to the show, and I often hear you talking about a supplement for our dogs. What is that stuff? <laughs> it's Fortiflora, Edward, the number one canine probiotic in North America. If you own a dog, you really need Fortiflora in the fridge. It stops and even prevents GI upset before that summer vacation. Fortiflora. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. Our public schools are an absolute mess. Private schools are a really good option. Not everyone can afford that. So, I've asked my buddy, John Oliver, to join me for a couple of minutes on the show today with Ace Scholarships. Hey, John, welcome. Hey, thanks, Billy. It's good to be here. You and I have been participating in an event that brings some of these inner-city kids that benefit from Ace Scholarship out to a, a beautiful spring, a stream, Joshua Creek, right here on Joshua Creek Ranch. Runs right through the middle of it. We're teaching them how to shoot a bow, how to shoot a BB gun, how to catch fish. It changes kids when you move them to that atmosphere and spend time with them, doesn't it? Oh, most definitely. You know, kids uh, need access to opportunities like that, which is, you know, mostly why ACE was founded. It, you know, more on the education side is that we realize that we have a crisis in the country. One of them is, is there's not equal access to, to schools that are a good fit for all kids. Low-income kids, uh, low-income families don't have the opportunity to uh, to just move out of their district and go to a better district or a better school. They're kind of stuck where they're at, and so ACE comes along to provide the opportunity for educational choice by providing partial scholarships to kids to go to private school, a school that they likely would not be able to attend without some assistance, and I liken it to what we're trying to do on the river in the same way not every kid gets to grow up and experience the outdoors. Not every kid gets to get out there and learn how to shoot a bow, a BB gun, learn how to fish from professionals. So uh, it's an absolutely incredible opportunity for these kids and um, life-changing for them. Hats off to the folks again at, at the JCR for, for opening their doors, opening up the ranch gates and, and throwing out their, their welcome mat and bringing these uh, kids out. Uh, the ACE scholarship program, if, if people are listening to this and they think, hmm, my child, my grandchild really needs to know more about this and they want to maybe participate in the program or give to the program, what are uh, the, the opportunities there and the options? Yeah, so we, uh, for starters, we're in eight states. Um, and so if there's a family that wants to learn more about the program, they would go to their private school of choice in their community and inquire about ACE. And so um, if we're not partnered with that school, um, we will have a discussion with them and see if they're a good fit for the program. And um, and, and if, once we have them as a partner, um, then we can allocate scholarships there. Um, as far as getting more information about ACE scholarships, um, I would say go to the website, www.acescholarships.org. We have an inter interactive map on there. You can actually find out which schools we partner with and then also make donations as well. Go get in the river, John. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Have a great day. Thanks, John. John Oliver with the ACE Scholarship Program. Hey, we're going to make a little run to the coffee pot, and then Senator Ted Cruz is going to join us in the camp house for Fourth of July weekend. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, which is very seldom... I'm thinking about it or dreaming about it. With Kinder Outdoors, God bless America.
Imagine a change in Hollywood's message. Imagine a big screen version of your life, telling your story as a God-fearing, red-blooded hunter. Manifesting your God-given right and skill to gather groceries in the woods and pray over them on the dinner table. Lots of folks seem to think this film is a great idea. This is Michael Waddell. I'm Toxie Hayes. Hey, this is your blood brother, Ted Nugent. And want to partner with you to build the first ever hunter-funded, God-glorifying movie centered around our hope, our heritage, our harvest. What this world needs is a hunter. You make this world a better place. Come on, theharvestmovie.com. You might hunt the south pasture, or maybe the double tanks. You've watched that big 10-point for four years now. Maybe he'll show up. Or maybe it's a doe you'll hang in the cooler tonight. We're almost out of sausage links and taco meat. Maybe a pig will come by today. Among all the maybes, there is an absolute. Take your wild game to Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. The Masakio family and their decades of family recipes will have your guests at a whitetail dinner complimenting you on the beef. Because we, the way we season them, and then we, we cry vac them, vacuum seal them, and then let them sit, and then we put them in the freezer. So it, the, the spices get to work on the meat for a little bit. If you'll cook them just like a regular filet, you know, like medium rare or rare, it's perfect. I mean, it's, you can't tell the difference. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. CinnamonCreekRanch.com National outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby knows of what he writes. I think I probably hunted in just about every western state. Uh, yeah, and I fly fished in a lot of those places. He's fished the waters, walked the land, and harvested the game that makes him authentic. That's where the basis of that comes from. I wanted to make this really authentic, and I wanted people to identify with it. Guys like you and I have a real hard time finding good stuff to read, because it's written by guys that just don't know what the heck they're writing about. And guys like you and I, we read two pages and we say, hey... That's phony. This is, this is not the way it is. Ever since The Old Man in the Sea, fishing novels have been scarce on the horizon. That was until national outdoor writer Ken Kirkaby wrote his blue water classic, The Tournament. Chuck Winchler of Sporting Classics says you can read The Tournament in about the time it takes to catch a big marlin. And every moment will be just as fun, just as exciting. Jennifer Mayhall of Paradise This Week says, The Tournament reels you into the world of sport fishing and doesn't let you go. The Tournament by Ken Kirkaby. Get it on Amazon. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com
The old camp house floor creaks a little, but don't worry. You're on solid ground with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back to Kinder Outdoors, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinderoutdoors.com, the website. And boy, what an honor to have Senator Ted Cruz join us on this Independence Day weekend. Welcome, Senator. Billy, it's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. I was so uh, tickled, as I know other people weren't, but I was just tickled to death to see you with that great big, I believe it was an eight-point buck last fall in South Texas. I said, hey, that fellow there is one of us, Senator Ted Cruz, uh, partaking in God's great bounty. That was that was an awesome picture. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It was a, a beautiful buck, a strong eight-point, and uh, it, 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 it's right now being mounted very shortly. It'll be hanging in my office in D.C., <laughs> yeah, there you go. Take that thing up uh, to D.C. and show them how we do it down in the Lone Star State. Tell me about your hunting and fishing background. Where where did this all start with you? Well, I grew up in Houston, grew up doing more fishing than hunting. Uh, you know, my dad is from Cuba and, and grew up there, and so he grew up fishing as a little boy. My grandfather fished uh, his whole life, and so I grew up uh, actually living on a little lake uh, just outside of Houston in Jersey Village, and when I was in high school, I used to come home from high school and sit sit out in the lake and go fishing, catch a catfish or bass, and cook it up for dinner at night. Man, I tell you what, it, it does so much good for our kids. And I'm talking to you from uh, some friends' ranch down in uh, mutual friends of ours, uh, Joe and Ann Kirchival at Joshua Creek oh, Ranch. With it. Yeah, here celebrating. Uh, they're, the, they're, uh, they're, they're great friends. And, and that's yes, a beautiful ranch. I've been to the ranch before, and it's lovely. We're here celebrating. Uh, with some of the kids from ACE Scholarships, and I know that's a, a something that's very important to you, too, the ACE Scholarship Program and how that's benefiting sending our youth across the country. Well, ACE Scholarships does just a tremendous job. My wife, Heidi, serves on their national board, and we've supported them personally with our charitable giving for years, and, and they do a great job of giving scholarships to low-income kids, to kids in need, to, to, to give them hope and, and give them access to an excellent education, and they're transforming lives one child at a time, one family at a time, and that's more broadly becoming one community at a time across Texas and all across the country. And you know what? People hear that, and it sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true. It truly is changing those lives. It's not cliche. Well, you think about it in our lives and our families' lives. We've seen over and over again that education can change a kid's future. Uh, you know, I think of when my dad came from Cuba in 1957. He came to Austin, and he came to go to the University of Texas. And, and he had been imprisoned and tortured in Cuba, and coming to America was coming to freedom for him. But, but it was also coming to get an education and work to build a career. You know, I think about my mom's background. She's Irish and Italian, grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. She was the first person in her family ever to go to college. She went to Rice University graduated in 1956 with a degree in math. And, and that, as you know, r really was a trailblazing time for women in, in the field of mathematics. And then she went to work at, at Shell Oil Company. And, and you want to talk about two careers that, 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 that at the time were not welcoming to women. You had computers <laughs> and oil and gas, and, and my mom was a pioneer in both. <laughs> so that's, you know, it's, it's easy to look at your family tree and see where you get your spunk. And boy, am I glad you have it. You fight for our, our Constitution, and we greatly appreciate that. We have a bunch of kids here at the ranch uh, this week, uh, Senator Cruz, and we're teaching them uh, hunting ethics. We're teaching them how to fish, how to cast with a fly rod, 
how to shoot a rifle, a shotgun, exposing them to the outdoors. And you know firsthand what that does for us uh, when we get out in, in God's creation and how that can change lives, too. The outdoors is, man, it's important. It, it, it's a wonderful thing. I'll tell you, my, my favorite hunting is bird hunting, uh, either pheasant hunting or quail hunting. And, and just I love walking through the outdoors on a beautiful fall fall morning when it's a little bit crisp outside. You're walking walking through the fields and, and the birds flush. It, it's it's amazing fun and camaraderie, and it lead, leads to a great day and, and and usually an evening sitting around the campfire with some good friends and and, and maybe some uh, adult refreshments and and philosophizing <laughs> about the planet on which we live. Yeah, I notice the bird count typically goes up around the campfire in the evening. The fish get bigger <laughs> and <laughs> things happen I, you there. You know, I've never caught a fish as big as the ones that got away. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, no one's ever caught a four-pound bass or a five-pound bass. They're all four and a half, five and a half. You know that they <laughs> they they grow. Hey, there are a lot of us that feel some frustration. Hardworking, red-blooded Americans of all colors, and we see radicals trying to change our history and yeah. uh, stepping on our our great history and not defending our country like great men and women like you have and others. Uh, and we feel frustrated. What can we do? What What can we well, as individuals do? It, it is heartbreaking because we're seeing just a pile of lies that are being pushed on our kids. Um, you know, uh, Heidi and me, our, our girls are 10 and 13, and we see it in, in the education they get. Uh, we see it in, in the lies coming from the left that are trying to tear down this country, that are tearing down our founding fathers, that that, that are – undermining the greatness that is America. Now, look, our, our country isn't perfect. No country is. But our country was founded on incredible ideals. It was founded on principles of justice and liberty and equality. And, and we certainly didn't achieve that at, at, at our outset, and we haven't achieved it fully now. But, but I'm one who agrees very much with Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., who says the arc of history is long and it bends towards justice. And, and you ask, what can we do? We've got to counter the lies with truth. We've got to counter darkness with light and, and, and tell the story. I believe there is no country in the history of the world that has been a greater influence for good, a greater influence for positivity than the United States of America. There's no country on earth that has lifted more people out of poverty, into opportunity and prosperity. There's no country on earth that has liberated more people from oppression and suffering and tyranny and so, sure, our history, like the history of, of, of any imperfect man or imperfect woman, uh, has its blemishes, but we should be proud of this great nation. I agree with Ronald Reagan, where he described America as a shining city on a hill. Amen. Couldn't say it any better. Uh, it was a cold November day last winter. I'd been hunting pheasants like you like to do up in South Dakota. Uh, just north of here and had had a great hunt with my wife, Robin, for several days. And on the way home, we were driving, and uh, we swung by Rushmore. And uh, a cold weekday, hardly anybody there. It's like I had uh, Jefferson and Lincoln and Washington and Roosevelt all to myself. And, and what an emotional experience that was. If no one's ever, if you've never been to Rushmore, folks, you've got to go. But to have that history in your face and sit there and, and meditate and think about what a great nation we are, what these great men did. I look at Teddy Roosevelt and the conservation 
started more than 100 years ago. Well, we've got something to be proud of, Senator Cruz. Well, we really do, and, and we're blessed to have had great men and great women in our history who have stood up heroically and, and, and have stood up for justice. You know, I'm sitting here in D.C. I just, just got back from Texas, and I'm sitting here in my office in the Senate. And, and as I look around the office, I've got three busts in the office. I've got a bust of Ronald Reagan. I've got a bust of Martin Luther King. And I've got a bust of Winston Churchill. And you think about one of the reasons I have those three busts in my office is that I think all three had, number one, incredible vision. They could see to light when the world was clouded in darkness. And they had the courage to persevere against all the naysayers that said that we could not get to the light, we could not get to the promised land. And you think of it, two of the three endured an assassin's bullet as a consequence hmm. of, of their heroic vision. And and all three of those men transformed the planet on which we live. That That is, that's the legacy we're blessed to inherit, and, and, and it really is a precious legacy. Absolutely. Hey, beautiful buck, and thanks for sharing a little time with us today and talking about it. And uh, this fall, when when uh, you size up that next one and, and uh, put him down, we want to talk about that, too. I, I look forward to it, Billy, and, and God bless. You, you take care, stay, stay safe, and enjoy God's great creation and the great outdoors. Thank you to Senator Ted Cruz. Let's grab a cup of coffee at Kinder Outdoors. the kids along this is where heritage is guarded just for them kinder outdoors welcome back to our campfire here at kinder outdoors you're glad you're here k-i-n-d-e-r like kindergarten kinderoutdoors.com check it out this corner of the camp house brought to you by purina pro plan with a formula specifically built for your dog even if they have an itchy coat or an intolerance to grain any kind of special condition there's a ProPlan formula that perfectly fits your dog. Learn more about the ProPlan formulas when you visit Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. The state of North Carolina will celebrate the 4th of July by allowing everyone to go fishing for free. No need to buy a license, and that applies to residents and out-of-state visitors alike, regardless of age. Anyone in North Carolina can fish for free on this 4th of July. Yes, Length and bag limits do still apply. <laughs> Bassmaster does this every year. They rank the top 100 bass lakes in North America, in the USA anyway. And the 2021 list is out. Counting down the top 10 at number 10, Pickwick Lake, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee. Pickwick has made that list <laughs> a lot of times. How about OHIV Texas? That thing was pumping out the 13-pound bass all winter long. And now lands at number 9 on that Bassmaster list of top 100 bass lakes. Jordan Lake in North Carolina comes in at number 8. Lake St. Clair, Michigan, number 7. Texas is in there again at number 6 with Sam Rayburn Reservoir, Big Sam. Here comes California and Clear Lake at number five. The St. Lawrence River, Thousand Islands, New York, number four. You saw what Jacob Wheeler 
And the Major League Fishing Pros have been doing on the St. Lawrence River over the past week, haven't you? Ooh. Santee Cooper Lakes, Martin and Moultrie, South Carolina, come in at number three. California's back in there again. Sacramento, the Delta, the San Joaquin Delta at number two. And the number one bass lake in the United States, hey, Lake Fork has been here before and they rain again in 2021 as your top bass lake in the United States. Friday a week ago, I mentioned the St. Lawrence River Friday a week ago. Stage 5 MLF Bass Pro Tour on the St. Lawrence River. Nearly every major Bass Pro Tour record was shattered after an incredible day of fishing. Jacob Wheeler won the day. 47 bass totaling 165 pounds and one ounce. A new Bass Pro Tour record for the heaviest single day weight. 918 bass weighing 2,894 pounds and 8 ounces were caught by those 40 pros in one day. 2,894 pounds of bass. That is a new Bass Pro Tour record for heaviest total weight caught in a single day of competition. If the St. Lawrence River is not on your bucket list as a bass fisherman, it needs to be. To me, North Dakota releases the numbers a little bit early every year, the pheasant numbers. They say that the spring pheasant population index is about the same as last year. That's based on the 2021 spring crowing count survey. R.J. Gross is the Upland Game Management Biologist. He says the number of roosters heard crowing this spring was up about 3% statewide. South Dakota, well, we won't hear from them until August, maybe September. But I tend to think that that count is a little more precise. If you've bought any Winchester 9mm Luger full metal jacket or jacketed hollow point pistol ammunition in the past few months, you better check the lot number because there's, there's a massive recall out there. They say that the powder, the propellant, doesn't ignite properly, which could result in a bullet remaining in the barrel and obstruction in the bore and firing a subsequent bullet into the bore obstruction could cause great damage to the firearm or the shooter or bystanders. Too many lot numbers to read here, but come see me at kinderoutdoors.com and we've got the list there for you. Purina Pro Plan Performance Formula. If you had been at Ducks, the Ducks Unlimited Expo last week, you would have seen herding dogs, retrievers, pointers, Pro Plan dogs in action. Impressive. Every time. 89% of the field trial champions across North America are Pro Plan Performance Formula Dogs. Pick up a bag for your champ at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. This is a pretty cool deal. They started a couple of years ago up in Nebraska. The Take em Hunting Challenge. You take a newbie or someone that hasn't been in a long, long time hunting and take your picture with them like Lee Hellbush did with his daughter Kaylee. And then you turn that picture in to the Take em Hunting Challenge. And who knows, you just might be the winner, like the Hellbush family was. They accepted their Take em Hunting grand prize, a John Deere crossover utility vehicle, the other day. Your odds are pretty good. 1,400 entered last year. The challenge rewards people, families, folks for their efforts in inspiring the next generation of hunters. 
Tell the boss you need a little time off. September 3, 4, and 5, you're going to Houston for the NRA Annual Meetings and Exhibits, the 150th anniversary of the NRA. Did you know the NRA goes back to 1871? A lot of folks don't know that. 650,000 square feet of exhibit space this year. Hey, everybody, it's Colorado Buck. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Hey, Billy, where where in the world did he go? The Quail Coalition, the backbone for the important work and research that brings brighter days for our quails and the people that love them. With 12 chapters throughout Texas, there's ample opportunity for you to join the celebration. The money raised in our chapter banquets goes to various research projects conducted by folks like the Rolling Plains Quail Research Ranch in West Texas, Caesar Kleberg Wildlife Research Institute in South Texas, and all that pursue productive science-based work that sustains and restores wild quail populations. If you've ever followed your trusted bird dog into a setting December sun, or listened from the porch to the summer song of the bobwhite, then you know just how special this bird is. Populations have declined drastically across the U.S., and the last stronghold is Texas. Come and join the Quail Coalition. Attend a banquet. Bid at an auction. Be important to quail. Quailcoalition.org. Now, more than maybe ever, we could all use a little getaway, and the Vineyards Campground and Cabins in Grapevine, Texas is the perfect spot. We are open for business and with well-thought-out precautions to help keep our guests safe. Bring the RV and enjoy our full-service hookups, complete with cable TV, ramped-up Wi-Fi, and space to spread around while enjoying a great view of Grapevine Lake. We can comfortably accommodate any size RV or motorhome with plenty of pull-through sites. The Vineyards also features spacious lakefront cabins, fully equipped with all that you and your family will need to enjoy comfort camping. Our campground store is well-stocked with everything from groceries and ice to firewood and fishing supplies. Don't forget to bring the boat! The Vineyards Campground and Cabins features a private boat ramp with plenty of parking, a private beach, kayak, bicycle and paddleboard rentals, and even a full-service laundry on-site. Come to the Vineyards! We're right in the middle of Dallas-Fort Worth, but you'll feel millions of miles away. VineyardsCampground.com Right on US-287, as you head from the Metroplex to hunt, fish, or ski New Mexico, Colorado, and Wyoming, you drive right past one of the most unique stores on the planet, the Buffalo Gold Herdware Retail Store. You'll find most everything that can be made from the American bison. If your passion is hunting or fishing, you can enjoy it year-round. You simply need to learn the secret of the buffalo. The buffalo endures some of the most fierce northers that come down through the plains. The secret is the downy-like fiber that grows beneath that big black blanket of hair on their shoulders. The second growth of hair is warmer than wool and much more durable. One pound of this fiber is all that insulates a 1,200-pound bison. This is what we produce and sell at Buffalo Gold. Socks, gloves, hats, and more made of bison down. Things you need to comfortably handle your fly rod or rifle when your buddies are too cold to function. Stop and touch it for yourself. About 40 miles southeast of Amarillo in Goodnight, Texas, near the north rim of Paladura Canyon. Come see us on the web at buffalogold.net. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. 
the original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. camped on the ground and in five-star lodges, but never found a more welcome camp than this one, Kinder Outdoors. Hey, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com and register to win your tickets to the Texas Trophy Hunters extravaganzas. They're back after a year off because of COVID, and all you have to do is register and win. It's a simple drawing at kinderoutdoors.com. I'm going to revisit a conversation, a very important conversation that we had with pro dog trainer Tom Dockin an hour ago. It has to do with your bird dog and firecrackers. Oh, boy. You know, it's it's kind of one of those game changers and game enders, actually, in a lot of cases. Um, you know, unfortunately, Fourth uh, of July has probably ruined more potential hunting dogs than any other you know, one day out of the year. And, and you know, there, there's certain things that you can recover from dog training-wise. I mean, I always tell people, you can do a bad job with sit or come and uh, still have a hunting dog. You can't do a bad job with uh, introduction to loud noises and uh, and still have a hunting dog in a lot of cases. You know, it's not often, you know, self-inflicted wounds, so to speak, where you're doing it yourself. It's you know, did you do you really know what's going on in your neighborhood or or going on that that's out of your control as well? So, uh, man, I, it's just something that you you have to be super careful with, uh, and and you know almost you know to the point where you go, all right, I'm going to be real anal about making sure that this puppy is protected from these noises. You just can't you can't take that chance. You just can't. Uh, so, no. yeah, so not only what are you doing on 4th of July, but know what your surroundings are going to be like as well. And expect the worst so you know how to prepare for it and keep your, you know, your new puppy, you know, protected from it. Tom, and you're going to hate this question, but if if it's too late, if it happened early in our dog's life and, and now he's a, a year old and he's really scared of, of loud noise, how do we go about working with that dog out in the field to maybe bring him back a little bit? Well, you, you know, what, what's happened there is that fireworks in general, and you could do this with the gun as well by doing, a, you know, the wrong gun introduction. There's two types of introductions to noises. There's a tolerance introduction, and then there's a positive reinforcement introduction. Tolerance means I just hope the dog tolerates this and doesn't get scared. And that could be in the form of, you know, say, well, I'm just going to take my dog to the trap range and have him in the parking lot and then gradually try to work him closer to the guns. He doesn't know what the noise is or why it's there. 
and all you're doing is crossing your fingers and hoping that he tolerates the noise. And sure, there's been people that that's how they introduce their dogs to the gun. And I always say, well, you know, you rolled the dice and you won that time. I, I just don't want to roll the dice. And that's that's not what I'm going to do. So positive reinforcement, what we would do, and this is with any dog now, but we have to find something that this dog is crazy about to do. And early on, what we'll do is we'll get them really fired up about, you know, picking up pigeons, uh, getting that aggressiveness and bringing out that prey drive, and really get that to the forefront. And then what we'll gradually do is I would have a, it's a two-person operation. And this goes for a dog who has, hasn't had a bad experience or does. Then we'll have somebody get out in front with that pigeon, that bird, or whatever really turns your dog on. And that person will just clap their hands. They're going to be out there about 25, 30 yards. Clap their hands and throw that object. And let the dog go retrieve and come back. And clapping your hands at 40 yards, I mean, that's, it's so light it's not even a factor. But the whole idea is that dog is getting a little audible noise and seeing something that it wants, okay? So we'll, we'll do that for a couple of days, gradually work it in closer and closer where the dog hears that, that little slap and then gets to make the retrieve. Uh, and provided that's going well, we'd go, you know, back out to 40 yards, pop a blank pistol. And I like using those little acorn crimps. You know, they're, they're a little bit of a noise, but they're not overwhelming. And pop and then throw. And then we're always watching the dog's reaction. The person who's shooting is watching, and then the person who is hanging on to the to the dog and then sending it for the retrieve is watching. And we want to see the dog just fired up to run out there. Now, things that you got to look for is gun shyness can be anything from when that noise takes place where the dog just blinks and then runs out and makes a great retrieve. That that Even that blinking is telling you that... Uh, I'm a little uncertain with the noise, but I, I like what's out there. So it can go then progressively from blinking to, to kind of just turning their head away and looking the opposite direction, knowing that that person's going to, you know, pop that blank pistol, to then turning their back to the, you know, the guy who's going to be throwing and shooting and then wanting to get out of there. So we even we even look at a blink like, okay, we're seeing some signs here. We need to get further away with that noise or back up a step to just clapping for, you know, a while. Well, gradual progression then, Billy, is, is blank gun over a period of days where we gradually work a little closer, always with the throw. And I always tell people this is like if I had $100 bills out there and I clapped my hands and you came out and I gave you 100 bucks, pretty soon you'd go, hey, uh, that's a pretty good noise, <laughs> you know, that's out there. So, and we want the dog to feel the same way. But as we work in closer, we'll still watch the dog's posture and that really what you want is that they should be just like tugging and pulling on that leash to want to get out to that person. And then uh, when we get to the point where we can shoot the blank gun next to the dog, we go all the way back out at that 40-yard distance and we start with a 410. And then gradually work each day in a little bit, a little bit, always with that throw and retrieve. Go all the way back out again, start the 20-gauge, and then, you know, gradually um, go to the 12-gauge. But... The, the key there is, is if you see that uh, they're a little uncomfortable, then, you know, back down. Back down to a lighter, you know, what the dog really excelled on before. Back down. You know, get down to maybe the, go back to the 410 or go back to the, 
the blank gun. Uh, because if you decide that you're going to try to accomplish this today, you, that's not how it works. You accomplish what the dog will let you accomplish. Professionally, think of this. Professionally, without without a, uh, a problem with a dog that has had no problems with the gun, we take two weeks to properly introduce a dog to the gun. So if you think you're going to do it on the weekend, it's really a gamble. Um, so with a, so, a normal a normal dog starting from yeah. scratch, yeah, no problems, two weeks. So Yeah. So and then if you have a dog that has already had a problem, we're gonna say a minimum of a month, but here's the problem. We could be you know, moving right along, you know, and things are moving, moving, moving. All of a sudden one day, you know, that dog might go, You know what? I was okay with the blank gun and the four ten, uh, you know, the twenty gauge, uh uh-uh, uh, it's not gonna happen. So, you know, a professional trainer, you know, is probably is not going to go like, yeah, got it covered, I can take care of it. Because you never know when and if that dog is going to go, I'll tolerate up to this point, and then that's it. Now, dogs with super hard prey drive are probably a little bit better candidates because their desire to want to go do the retrieve and that bird drive will overcome sometimes those things. Yep. If you have a dog that is a little skittish in general, a little softer temperamented, um, you know they're they're going to question the process probably a little bit more. Absolutely. Hey Tom, uh, really really uh, appreciate the information and and the time. And uh, before we uh, part ways today, I want to uh, uh, get you to to leave everybody with this. I tell everybody every week that Purina Pro Plan is the absolute best fuel that you can give not only your bird dog, but your cow dog, your couch dog, your whatever dog. And I know you're in full agreement with that. Uh, We are. You know, we feed a lot of dogs uh, the Purina brand. We feed the Purina Pro Plan. And, uh, you know, the we have people come back. You know, they'll pick their dog up and and they'll call back. And they'll go, what what are you feeding our dog? And they go, like, why? I've never seen him look so good. And, And that's just it. I mean, we're... We, we need to feed the best, and, uh, you know, in my book, yeah, I, I agree 100% with you. Hi, this is Laura Neilan from Field and Stream, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. It's been too long. It's time to get together at the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganzas this August. The shows will kick off again in Houston August 6th through the 8th, Fort Worth August 13th through 15th, and wrap it up in San Antonio August 20th through the 22nd. All the latest objects, feeders, bows, blinds, camo, rifles, and gear. Plus, Gator Country is back with those man-eaters. And Joe Martin's rattlesnake. The Texas Trophy Hunters are having a reunion tour this August. Don't miss it. TTHA.com. TTHA.com. Fort Worth, get ready, it's back. The Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza, it's coming to the Fort Worth Convention Center, August 13, 14, and 15. Make your plans now. Block out the calendar, come book a hunt. Take a look at all the very latest and greatest feeders, blinds, camo, ATVs, optics, game calls, and everything else that goes with it. The tailgate party to the fall hunting seasons happens in Fort Worth with the Texas Trophy Hunters Extravaganza, August 13 through 15. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot there at Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine because on his name tag is a big green bass. (laughs) He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. 
He's caught three over 10 pounds. Yes, sir. Three times, uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conron. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle, Uncle Jim, got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers, looked like a bumblebee, and that started it all. Three 10-pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. I like it, too, especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. You know, as bird hunters and bird dog owners, we've seen our wild bird hunting opportunities dwindle in recent years. And if you, like me, don't want to kennel your bird dog in the spring just to let him hibernate till fall, then you should take a long look at the world's largest field trial organization, the National Shoot to Retrieve Association, or NASTRA. This was the very idea of NASTRA's founding fathers back in the 1960s. They wanted to extend time in the field with the dogs that they loved. And it must have been a pretty good idea, because over the years, many thousands of men, women, teens, and families have enjoyed participating in NASTRA field trials. All pointing breeds are welcome, and there's no need to be intimidated. NASTRA sponsors over 1,000 field trials across the U.S. and Canada each year. It's at these trials where your dog can earn his NASTRA championship, qualify for entry into your regional championship, and NASTRA's five national championships. Take a look at our website nstra.org and consider visiting a local trial. We look forward to meeting you. I want to urge you to plan what will be the trip of a lifetime to Argentina. Hunt doves or ducks with my friends at Cordoba Doves. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative and he's right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Call him at 817-797-9020. Like me, you can plan your next trip of a lifetime with Lane Balky and Cordoba Doves. We pick you up at the airport and you're in our care custody control. All meals, all drinks, all eats are included in the package. Lane is a hunter himself and when he describes that first morning that you'll witness in the field, it raises the hairs on the back of your neck. The first morning, the fly off of the roost in the morning is spectacular. Birds, almost as far as you can see, and they fly like that all day until sunset. Come on, let's go to Argentina. It's closer than you think. Visit CordobaDoves.com or give Lane a call, 817-797-9020. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. From high school gyms to towering stadiums, every time I see our flag wave, I feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free. I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me, heroes who charged in the battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth. Who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place.
Flush that old bird dog out of that chair and have a seat. You're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. Hey there, I'm Billy Kinder, and this is Kinder Outdoors. Welcome to our campfire. You're always welcome here. In fact, we only have one rule. Uh, you have to come back next week and bring one buddy with you, okay? KinderOutdoors.com if you want to pay us a visit during the week. K-I-N-D-E-R, KinderOutdoors.com. Next week on the show, we're going to look back at that Park City's Quail Banquet for the Quail Coalition uh, that was over in Dallas about a month ago. Uh, Pete Delkus is going to join me on the show next week. You're not going to believe the money raised in one night at that event. And it's beginning to be old hat with Park City's Quail. That particular chapter of the Quail Coalition raises a lot of money for quail conservation and preservation of that little bird every year. Don't miss that visit. Also, next weekend, Gene Gilliland with Bassmaster is going to join us. He's the lead biologist, the guy that helps put the plan together to keep these fish alive at all of these tournaments from the lake to the weigh-in and back safely into the water. We're going to see how they grade it out at the Bassmaster Classic during a very hot June event. This is the time of year where, you know, I'm visiting the hunting lease. Well, I'm not actively hunting right now. I might go out for a nighttime pig hunt or something, but primarily I'm there to work. Filling feeders, doing whatever I need to do with cameras, keeping the spiders from building a condo in the blinds, <laughs> that sort of thing. And you've got to be really careful when you step out into that knee-high stuff this time of year. That's right, rattlesnakes. So what happens if the unspeakable happens? Here's our Kinder Outdoors physician, Dr. Kennedy Legal. Transport to the hospital ASAP. That is a medical emergency. Death can occur. Very good. Get to the hospital right away. Uh, any steps that should be taken before we get to the hospital? Yeah, really the first uh, six to eight hours is critical uh, as far as a venomous snake bite. It's important to, you know, if you're bit, remove yourself from the area so you're not rebitten or multiple bites. Obviously, that's more difficult to deal with. Uh, also, remove any jewelry that can be constricting. A lot of times a bite on the finger can cause swelling. That ring on your finger actually can cause the death of your finger because of the blood flow issue. Same thing with bracelets, um, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, main idea with snake bite is to remain calm. Don't increase your blood pressure, your heart rate, just kind of lay down, relax, figure out what needs to be done next. Uh, identify the snake. That's important to know if it's venomous or not. Uh, that's really what they're going to ask you when you get to the ER or the hospital is to try to identify it. If you can remember the shape of the head, the colors, the patterns, etc. If you have the ability to take a picture with your phone, that's great. All those things are going to be key for the uh, emergency personnel to take care of you uh, in the long run. Also, cleaning it uh, with the soap or disinfectant. Immobilize the area. Don't keep moving it around, trying to get the venom out of that. That's actually a, a bad thing to do. And then there's a, a lot of uh, wives' tales out there about, you know, suck on it or put a tourniquet on or put on. All that stuff is wrong. Uh, that's been disproven uh, with some research. The best idea is literally to keep it still. Uh, don't aggravate or irritate the area and seek medical attention as soon as possible. Uh, so John Wayne was wrong when he cut the snake bite open with his knife and sucked the venom out? That is absolutely correct. Can we be prepared with, with maybe an anti-venom with us or something? Yeah, I would say for the layperson, uh, anti-venoms are actually a bad idea. You can over-administer it. You can misidentify the snake completely and you'd be wasting your time and money. Uh, really, it would be it would behoove you to find medical attention as soon as you can, even if it's a, a, an EMT or a paramedic. 
not in a normal medical setting, but some with some medical training. Uh, again, the key is just to kind of prevent the blood flow from moving that toxin further throughout the body. Different toxins from different snakes cause different problems. Some are localized tissue death. You know, you may lose a finger or a hand. Some are systemic. They can go to your brain. They can go to your bloodstream. Uh, can kill you. So it's important to recognize that. You know, the venom is what we all think about. It's what scares us because that can obviously kill us. That bite can't feel too good either. No, the, the teeth of, of most venomous snakes, uh, snakes are actually like little needles. If you think of giving blood, that needle, that's the same idea. It just happens to be curved. And instead of drawing blood, they're giving you something, which is a poison. So the needle itself or the teeth are hollow. The medicine travels through the hollow tube and into your skin. So even though about 50% of the bites are non-venomous, even though it's a venomous snake, a dry bite is what we would call that, uh, the ones that do have venom are bad. You'll know right away because uh, you'll start to see almost immediate uh, tissue changes as compared to a dry bite. But they're treated essentially the same. Identify the snake and take appropriate measures. So we will know if it was a dry bite or if he actually got us and injected venom in a very short period of time. Pretty quickly you'll know the difference. A dry bite literally is like a dog biting you. It hurts. There's localized irritation, but venom is different. You may see some signs of shock, uh, systemic changes. You'll see tissue death, etc. So you'll be able to tell the difference between the two at, at some point. But, they, again, they should be treated the same until proven otherwise. Do you know how many uh, sets of sh snake shaps and boots we have sold on the show today? I do not, but I would recommend it, especially if you're going to be in a rural area with snakes prevalent. A few years back, Doc, I was uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. We were in a beautiful little bay. I had my fly rod. The redfish were tailing, and I was catching fish. I was having a great morning, but, man, there were jellyfish. Luckily, they didn't get me, but I was seeing a lot of jellyfish in the water, and I kept moving trying to get away from them. What should I have done had a jellyfish stung me? So jellyfish, um, just a little information about them, they're basically floating sacks of venom. That's how you should think of them. And with their long tentacles, uh, those little venom sacks basically attach to the skin with spikes and then deliver their venom. They use it to protect themselves and to kill prey, but obviously they're not trying to kill us, even though it hurts us a lot. So, you know, treatment for that really is to get out of the water initially, uh, away from more potential stings. Uh, remember, you can't see the tentacles all the time. And then a couple different things to treat this. Um, there's some information out there about using vinegar. That's okay, except if you're a, a bitten by a, a Portuguese man-o'-war, which is the most common one we see here in the Gulf. Um, in that case, you want to use seawater. Actually, seawater does have some uh, protection properties. Uh, if you have access to uh, baking soda and water, seawater, you can mix it up and make a paste. That works very well. Lastly, shaving cream actually works as well. Really? Anybody that's uh, immune compromised or young or old, you know, the, the outliers is really the ones where you want to consider uh, immediate medical attention. Uh, fortunately for us, the the sting bites that are in our local waters there's nothing significant like box jellyfish which you hear about all the time in australia that can kill you right yeah. away so we don't have anything quite that bad but if there's a significant amount of body surface area involved you're definitely going to want to seek medical attention as well as you know mouth uh, eyes genitals things like that i know uh, you've been uh, stung by jellyfish before you're a saltwater guy I've been a saltwater fisherman all your life playing in the saltwater uh, growing up down there in florida uh, and you're still here you survived I did. I learned really quickly not to pick up those blue uh, floating bubbles on the beach. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Dr. Kennedy Legal takes good care of us in the camp house here at Kinder Outdoors.
Hey, my special guest on this 4th of July weekend is Senator Ted Cruz. We're so honored. Billy, it's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. I was so uh, tickled, as I know other people weren't, but I was just tickled to death to see you with that great big, I believe it was an eight-point buck last fall in South Texas. I said, hey, that fellow there is one of us, Senator Ted Cruz, uh, partaking in God's great bounty. That was that was an awesome picture. Congratulations. Well, thank you. It was a, a beautiful buck, a strong eight-point, and uh, it, 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 it's right now being mounted very shortly. It'll be hanging in my office in D.C., I like it. Show those folks where you come from, the great state of Texas. Hey, we're going to make a little run to the coffee pot, but when we come back, Senator Cruz is going to talk to us about his love of the outdoors, hunting and fishing on this Independence Day weekend. Hey, did you know Francis Scott Key wrote the Star-Spangled Banner on September 14, 1814? But the song didn't become our national anthem until more than 100 years later. 1931. We'll have lots of opportunities this weekend to put our hands on our hearts and show respect to our flag during our anthem. I sure hope you'll do that. Hello, I am David Smith. I served in the Army and the Infantry, and I was a captain. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hey, I want to let you know about something that's brand new and coming to South Dakota this fall, the Dead Rabbit Lodge. (laughs) You see, the owner received his higher learning from the University of South Dakota, the Coyotes. The dreaded enemy of the University of South Dakota Coyotes is the South Dakota State University Jackrabbits. Therefore, the name, the Dead Rabbit. The Dead Rabbit Lodge sits on the eastern bluffs of Big Blue Lake Oahe. The view from your giant western Canada Red Cedar Lodging stretches from the dam to the south almost all the way up to North Dakota. The Big Lodge is finest splendor from top to bottom. Perfect for big family or corporate groups. But the Dead Rabbit will also feature separate hotel-style rooms, a great game room and bar for entertaining, guest-only dining featuring the Rabbit's award-winning chef, oh, and about 40,000 acres of the finest pheasant hunting in the world. You won't forget the Dead Rabbit introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations.
Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds, when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. Tailing redfish on the fly rod, fresh walleye in a skillet, big tom turkeys running to your call, a massive 6x6 within 30 yards, and a new personal best in the bass boat. That's life at our camp at Kinder Outdoors. Happy birthday, America, the greatest nation this world has ever known. Welcome back to our campfire here at Kinder Outdoors, our special guest, very fitting on this Independence Day weekend, is Senator Ted Cruz. Senator, welcome back. It's good to have you with us. Tell me where this desire to hunt, fish, get outside, enjoy God's creation came from. How did it start with you? Well, I grew up in Houston, grew up doing more fishing than hunting. Uh, you know, my dad is from Cuba and, and grew up there, and so he grew up fishing as a little boy. My grandfather fished uh, his whole life, and so I grew up uh, actually living on a little lake uh, just outside of Houston in Jersey Village, and when I was in high school, I used to come home from high school and sit sit out in the lake and go fishing, catch a catfish or bass, and cook it up for dinner at night. Man, I tell you what, it, it does so much good for our kids. And I'm talking to you from uh, some friends' ranch down in uh, mutual friends of ours, uh, Joe and Ann Kirchival at Joshua Creek oh, Ranch. With it. Yeah, here celebrating. Uh, they're, the, they're, uh, they're, they're great friends. And, and that's yes, a beautiful ranch. I've been to the ranch before, and it's lovely. We're here celebrating. Uh, with some of the kids from ACE Scholarships, and I know that's a, uh, something that's very important to you, too, the ACE Scholarship Program and how that's benefiting, benefiting our youth across the country. Well, ACE Scholarships does just a tremendous job. My wife, Heidi, serves on their national board, and we've supported them 
personally with our charitable giving for years, and, and they do a great job of giving scholarships to low-income kids, to kids in need, to, to, to give them hope and, and give them access to an excellent education. And they're transforming lives one child at a time, one family at a time, and that's more broadly becoming one community at a time across Texas and all across the country. And you know what? People hear that, and it sounds cliche, but it's absolutely true. It truly is uh, changing those lives. It's not cliche. Well, you think about it in our lives and our families' lives. We've seen over and over again that education can change a kid's future. Uh, you know, I think of when my dad came from Cuba in 1957. He came to Austin, and he came to go to the University of Texas. And, and he had been imprisoned and tortured in Cuba, and coming to America was coming to freedom for him. But, but it was also coming to get an education and work to build a career. You know, I think about my mom's background. She's Irish and Italian, grew up in Wilmington, Delaware. She was the first person in her family ever to go to college. She went to Rice University graduated in 1956 with a degree in math, and, and that, as you know, w really was a trailblazing time for women in, in the field of mathematics. And then she went to work at, at Shell Oil Company, and, and you want to talk about two careers that, 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 that at the time were not welcoming to women. You had computers <laughs> and oil and gas, and, and my mom was a pioneer in both. <laughs> so that's, you know, it's, it's easy to look at your family tree and see where you get your spunk. And, boy, am I glad you have it. You fight for our, our Constitution, and we greatly appreciate that. We have a bunch of kids here at the ranch uh, this week, uh, Senator Cruz, and we're teaching them uh, hunting ethics. We're teaching them how to fish, how to cast with a fly rod, how to shoot a rifle, a shotgun, exposing them to the outdoors. And you know firsthand what that does for us uh, when we get out in, in God's creation and how that can change lives, too. The outdoors is Man, it's important. It, it, it's a wonderful thing. I'll tell you, my, my favorite hunting is bird hunting, uh, either pheasant hunting or quail hunting. And, and just I love walking through the outdoors on a beautiful fall fall morning when it's a little bit crisp outside. You're walking walking through the fields and, and the birds flush. It, it's it's amazing fun and camaraderie, and it lead, leads to a great day. And, and, and usually an evening sitting around the campfire with some good friends and, and, and maybe some uh, – adult refreshments, and, and philosophizing about the planet on which we live. Yeah, I noticed the bird count typically goes up around the campfire in the evening. The fish get bigger, and <laughs> things happen there. You know, I've never caught a fish as big as the ones that got away. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, no one's ever caught a four-pound bass or a five-pound bass. They're all four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half. You know, they, <laughs> they, they grow. Hey, there are a lot of us that feel some frustration, hardworking, red-blooded Americans of all colors, and we see radicals trying to change our history and yeah. uh, stepping on our, our great history and not defending our country like great men and women like you have and others. Uh, and we feel frustrated. What can we do? What, what can we well, as individuals do? It is heartbreaking because we're seeing just a pile of lies that are being pushed on our kids. Uh, Heidi and me, our, our girls are 10 and 13, and we see it in, in the education they get. Uh, we see it in, in the lies coming from the left that are trying to tear down this country, that are tearing down our founding fathers, that, that, that are undermining the greatness that is America. Now, look, our, our country isn't perfect. No country is. 
But our country was founded on incredible ideals. It was founded on principles of justice and liberty and equality. And, and we certainly didn't achieve that at, at, at our outset, and we haven't achieved it fully now. But, but I'm one who agrees very much with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who says the arc of history is long and it bends towards justice. And, and you ask, what can we do? We've got to counter the lies with truth. We've got to counter darkness with light and, and, and tell the story. I believe there is no country in the history of the world that has been a greater influence for good, a greater influence for positivity than the United States of America. There's no country on earth that has lifted more people out of poverty and opportunity and prosperity. There's no country on earth that has liberated more people from oppression and suffering and tyranny. And so, sure, our history, like the history of, of, of any imperfect man or imperfect woman, uh, has its blemishes. But we should be proud of this great nation. I agree with Ronald Reagan, where he described America as a shining city on a hill. Amen. Couldn't say it any better. Uh, it was a cold November day last winter. I'd been hunting pheasants like you like to do up in South Dakota, uh, just north of here, and had had a great hunt with my wife, Robin, for several days. And on the way home, we were driving, and uh, we swung by Rushmore. Hardly anybody there. It's like I had uh, Jefferson and Lincoln and Washington and Roosevelt all to myself. And, and what an emotional experience that was. But to have that history in your face and sit there and, and meditate and think about what a great nation we are and what these great men did. I look at Teddy Roosevelt and the conservation started more than 100 years ago. Well, we've got something to be proud of, Senator Cruz. Well, we really do, and, and we're blessed to have had great men and great women in our history who have stood up heroically and, and, and have stood up for justice. You know, I'm sitting here in D.C. I just, just got back from Texas, and I'm sitting here in my office in the Senate. And, and as I look around the office, I've got three busts in the office. I've got a bust of Ronald Reagan. I've got a bust of Martin Luther King. And I've got a bust of Winston Churchill. And you think about one of the reasons I have those three busts in my office is that I think all three had, number one, incredible vision. They could see to light when the world was clouded in darkness. And they had the courage to persevere against all the naysayers that said that we could not get to the light, we could not get to the promised land. And you think of it, two of the three endured an assassin's bullet as a consequence hmm. of, of their heroic vision. And, and all three of those men transformed the planet on which we live. That, that is, that's the legacy we're blessed to inherit, and, and, and it really is a precious legacy. Absolutely. Hey, beautiful buck, and thanks for sharing a little time with us today and talking about it. And uh, this fall, when, when uh, you size up that next one and, and uh, put him down, we want to talk about that, too. I, I look forward to it, Billy, and God bless. You, you take care. Stay, stay safe and enjoy God's great creation and the great outdoors. How about that? Hanging out on Independence Day weekend with Senator Ted Cruz. Hey, that's all of our time on this Independence Day weekend, but I do want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for that time. I want to thank you for hanging out with me and invite you back next time around. Until then, happy 4th of July, and may God bless you and your bunch, and God bless America. Woo!